it's a long way to the top. But if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our hosts, Troy Holden and Will Vincent. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Ladder, live and in person from Minnesota. And pre-recorded. It's live right now, but not when you're <laughs> hearing it. <laughs> no, definitely not. We would we would never be able to do that. We'd have to do it at a certain time every week. I'd never I mean, make it. It, it, it would be kind of fun. On. We could we could take it live would. callers. Oh, that would mm. be neat. That well, that might have to be a separate <laughs> show. Yeah, sometime down yeah. the road. So I, I hope everybody's uh, I hope everybody's enjoying uh, some of the subject matter so far. Today we're going to venture off into some uh, back and forth, talking about some script reading methods and coaching and how it can apply to you and what you need to do and and. We recently had uh, a podcast on equipment, and we really hammered on room treatment, and we really hammered on coaching. Um, so we're going to talk a little more about the coaching and the who, what's, and why's yeah. today. Both both room treatment and coaching are more important than your gear, because as long as your gear Absolutely. records relatively clean audio, um, most stuff does, really. You know, at a certain right. point, it's just about kind of you know, frequent frequency response of the microphone and whether your interface colors things or not or how much it does, right? I mean, right. that's kind of, everything's right. pretty good these days, including the cheap USB mic. But coaching so, so is there's, important. There's two sides, two sides to, to, to how we want to approach this when we're talking to you about it. A, we've paid for coaching, so we're not going to give you the whole ball of wax of what we've been coached on. But we want to give you the theory of that and why it's important and how it can change things for you. Uh, It's not a, you know, we're not here to coach you and we're not here to give away what we've been given. We're here to encourage you to get coaching because it's Well, to a certain point, we can't, right? Because coaching is very individual. So determining how to tweak your sound is different than determining how to tweak my sound. You know how to how to approach reading a script is going to be the same. You know how to determine, you know what's important in this script and you know things like that. That's universal. But the actual performance part that you get from coaching too, we can't teach you that. Um, but yeah, we let's talk about right. some of the other stuff that right. we can talk about that is more universal to a certain point because we're not gonna yeah and give it all what, away. What we're seeing, what we have seen, we have both had some coaching. I went to a group thing uh, a week or so ago and then also had another session. And what I'm finding is in one way or the other, there is a pre, before you deliver this script, uh, there is a process you should run through in your mind. Uh, Basically, who am I talking to? Who am I? Where am I? And why are we speaking about this? And how do I want to make them feel about it? And that is a very standard footprint of what a lot of coaches are trying to get you to get. They may go about a different way of doing it. They may call it the five W's. They may call it the four W's. They may go through a bunch of different processes with that. But they're trying to help you figure out the meat in that script and how to get it out of there and how how to make the listener feel it. And that's what it's about. It is voice mm-hmm. acting. So, on that note, uh, before we go any further, 
It is largely based on Uta Hagen's nine questions every actor should ask themselves. Because it's acting. So if you can't afford a coach, go buy the book. And then save up and get a Absolutely. coach. Absolutely. That's a good start. Yeah, that's a good start. You need a coach for the right. feedback. And and I will say this. You may, let's say you had the luxury to coach with two different people. You're going to find some similarities, but you're also going to find some differences, and that'll help you because of maybe the way they handle you or talk to you or direct you, it'll help you. Um, you'll hear things and see things different. I mean, it's I, I print out a script now, and I'm totally looking at it differently than I was two weeks ago. I don't. I hope I'm reading it differently. I don't know, when, uh, but I and, hope. I and am. some of that is going to be how they see it differently, right? Your coach is going to inter. Your Absolutely. coaches are going to interpret things differently, and give you different advice. And they're not. Neither one of them are wrong, and neither one of them are necessarily right. 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 Um, right. You put five people in a room and and play a, a classic song for them, and I guarantee you one of them's going to hate it. Well, we're you know, we're probably. back to that whole opinion so thing it, again. It's going to go that way. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's got an opinion. Isn't that right? We know what they're saying. And if you're that. and if you're uh, <laughs> if you're in voiceover and you're not prepared for rejection, you're in the wrong. That's business. right. Because you're not just reading. It is. You're not just reading aloud. Yeah. You're it's, you're acting, and actors. The main part of acting is rejection. You get rejected for auditions. You get rejected for your ideas. Mm-hmm. After you've been hired, you say, oh, I have this idea. Can we try this? And the director will say, no, that's stupid. They probably won't. Exactly. They probably won't. Good directors will be a little bit more kind about it. But, you know, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll try like, it. Yeah, that's a great idea. If we have time, <laughs> that's probably what you'll hear. Isn't that, isn't that the best answer? If we don't run out of studio time. That's awesome. So, um, does this apply to everything? No, it, it's not going to apply to your top ten YouTube video stuff. Not all of it, right? You're not gonna, you're not gonna delve into. Okay, who am I, and what is my purpose for reading these top ten cool gadgets that everybody should not waste their money on on YouTube? <laughs> because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, right? You're reading junk, but. You can still do some of it, right? You can figure out, okay, who's the target audience and and who of the people that I've collected for these different target audiences, the, you know, the emotional and the kind of funny and the whatever, which of those is the right person for me to talk to and who should I visualize when I'm reading this? Or should I just put all that to the side because it's YouTube and just, probably not. Take the time to practice and visualize somebody and do it as, as best you can. Yeah, if you're being paid, do your best. I, I agree. That's uh, and and I know this is public knowledge. I I recently dropped my very first YouTube client, who wasn't one of my first clients, and I did it very cordially. I gave him three weeks' notice, and he he was so he was very supportive. He said he was very glad he was able able to be a part of my growing business. It was very nice of him. He was very very cordial, but you know they, I tried. For as long as I could, all 70 episodes, to be happy and excited about it. And then it got to the point where I was coming in the booth and dreading it because I had other stuff I needed to do. I wanted to market. I wanted to learn. I wanted to coach or be coached. I wanted to work on this podcast. I want to work on our, you know, I want to be able to reply to people in our group and talk to them and interact more. 
And that's valuable to me, but these $5 YouTubes became invaluable, so you make that choice. But you still, if you're being paid, give them the best you can. Uh, and if it's, you know, something like that, it's repeating over and over, you know, yeah, maybe it gets old, but do your best. And then when you feel like you can't, maybe it is time to, to let and it go. You can help them find a replacement. You know, there's going to be people who are Absolutely. new that uh, would love the work, and you can help hook them up. Um, but yeah, choices like that obviously are going to come up, especially when you're still working a full-time job. There's only so many hours in the day and you, you work a full-time job where you have to go somewhere for it when you're not, you know, testing positive for COVID for a month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A blessing and a curse. Uh, But you know, you, you, you spend time commuting, you spend time at the job. You can't really do, maybe you could answer some emails or something, but you can't do much. You can't record stuff when you're at your day job. No. No. And, uh, you know, that that only leaves so many hours in the day, in the morning and at night. So you got to prioritize and at some point. Yeah, and I'm trying to to build a business, not make side money. Uh, Yeah, the money's great, but that's not the goal here. The goal is to build a real business. And I'm to that point where that stuff's not helping me now. It helped me at first. I needed to learn to edit and use my doll and get better with all that. And it helped me and I'm very appreciative for that. But I'm ready to to make a little change. And uh, and I may let a second one go, you know, next month. I may drop one of those a month until I don't have those, you know. And and there's stuff there to replace it monetarily. I'm not worried about it. Well, and you and even One if there's not decent job at fifty bucks, even uh, if yeah. there's not, if, but I if can you're, my time. you know, if you have four hours a day to spend on this, and you don't have to spend fifteen minutes recording that YouTube video, and you can spend that mm-hmm. time marketing, it might mean giving up some money now. But it, as long as your marketing pays off, that more than yeah, pays for itself, exactly. right? Exactly. Because you could you could easily, in fifteen minutes of marketing contact the right person that hands you a $20,000 gig that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. I mean, I'm I'm happy to get a $100 one, but I'll take a 20K. So kind of swinging back around, I know we kind of got off the rails with the coaching stuff. There there are a variety of people out there that are coaches. Be very careful. Uh, Don't fall prey to a quote-unquote demo meal where it's to get you coached and get you a pro demo and I would start my opinion, and we, you know, we play our little disclaimer. We this, this is an armpit full of opinions. Um, we're, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know where that goes. Um, we're we're offering you from experiences what we've run into and things that we've we've heard and, and had our hands around or, or heard firsthand. I'm not I'm not gossiping or spreading rumors. Find a person that can help you work on your A-game a conversational stuff and really work you through that, and they are not in the business to lead it to something else or to take money for something else later. Now, I think Mike's a good example because he can do all of that, but he's not trying to just milk a pro demo. He's working you know, working you toward a semi-pro. So if you can get that right coaching. Yeah, Mike's a, and, Mike's and your, a great example. Your, your stuff at home is Mike's a great example. Yeah, because, he is. He's just a good because example. Because he, he absolutely, he could, if he wanted to, coach you and produce a demo for you and charge you, you know, five grand or whatever, which is what happened to him. But he because it happened to him, he's sensitive to it, as he said on, on the interview that we had 
a while back, and um, <clears throat> he would rather help you build the skill set so that you can produce your own demo. Because these are things you're going yes. to have to update your demo all the time, right? And all the time. And if you don't have to depend on a studio or some other producer to do this all the time, then even mm-hmm. if it's not your, you know, this is my this is my demo for this year, you know, but you just go add stuff throughout the year that you've worked on or whatever, you have the ability to do that. Whereas otherwise you might have to go back to that $3,000 per demo guy five times a year. Right. Well, that's not maintainable at all. Right. No, that's tough. <coughs> and, and if, yeah, and a lot of these these semi-pro demos that he's done are very formidable uh you know against against anybody's i know he mentioned uh he mentioned yours was um and, and that's well good. he was i mean that's what he was, we want we he was kind enough not to mention mine when we interviewed him but he has he has actually told me and he showed it off to mm-hmm. um he does a, a weekly webinar with bill deweese's group and he showed it off to them as an example of what you can achieve and he said they were all very mm-hmm. very receptive and stoked about it so very yeah, cool that's cool very cool yeah, so uh, just kind of back to uh, A and B there. Pick you know, pick somebody, work with them some, and, and if they have an open workshop type thing where they invite ten people and you pay twenty bucks, go try that first before you spend the one fifty or one twenty five or two hundred. Some of them are up as high well, as three hundred. You know, even if it's a hundred bucks uh, for that group thing, it might be worth it because their one on one stuff is probably be. closer to three hundred. Um, but yeah. you're also the other thing about a group session is you're going to get things from the other people in the group that you're not going to get individually, right? You're going to hear how other people approach a read, how they deliver it. You can decide if you think it was good or not. You hear the feedback they get about their read. That's going to help you because otherwise it's just you and right. the coach. It's it's hugely beneficial, but it's just you and the coach, right? So it's whatever you come up with and whatever they say to you, but if you can hear what's going on with somebody else, it's like being a fly on the wall mm-hmm. in, you know, right. some top secret meeting or something. And, and, and when we're saying coaching, let's let's also talk about the informal mm-hmm. stuff, the informal coaching, the webinar stuff where you go in and do some script reading. We do those sometimes on Thursdays. We run a, a fake audition, a faux audition. I don't want to steal somebody else's uh, uh, on our uh, ladder page. And you participate in that stuff because you'll get some feedback. I think that's a, that's quote unquote off the record coaching. You're still getting feedback and coaching, so you might get some good yeah, advice. Yeah, sort of. It's um, sort of um, peer based group coaching is kind of the the view of it that I have. And it you know it's not the same as paying somebody for coaching. Certainly, no, we're not professional no. coaches. Um, you know, but everybody has an opinion, and everybody's opinion pro- to the to a certain point at least, has some value. Even brand new people hear something and they'll know if it sounds good or not. They know if they like it or not. Well, here's the, here's the thing. They watch TV, they listen to the radio, they buy stuff. So that we're all moved by commercials. So if we're in that, that atmosphere and we're using a script like that, we, we kind of know. And I think the first thing I ask myself is if I close my eyes and listen, I say, could I hear that on radio or could I would that could I hear that on t- would I tolerate that because I'm the world's worst critic in the mornings I watch local news or listen to it mainly to because I love the weatherman and uh, they uh, 
you know, they run some of that local stuff, some of that regional stuff, and some of the local is really bad. Even the sound quality is bad. And that, you know, I listened for that kind of stuff. We're used to I didn't. But um, you'll be very surprised. I mean, pay attention to all of that. That's your that's what you're going after now. So listen to it and, you know, critique it and say, I don't, you know, if you put something out like that, how do you think that would be perceived? I've heard finished stuff on on the local CBS affiliate that I don't know how it got through the first audition. You know, it's that tacky. Uh, there's one particularly a lady's on the front porch yelling at her husband something about their driveway, and I swear to God, it sounds like it was recorded on an iPhone. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was. It, it probably was. I, I do know our local radio station records. Uh, we've got a car dealership over in, I don't know, 30 miles away, and they do a running commercial, and she records on her iPhone and sends that over, and they use that on the air. And it's amazingly not terrible because it's AM radio. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't sound. As Hides bad. a lot of your sins. But uh, it does. It does. And then I send him really nice produced commercials, and they play them on there, and they don't sound nearly as good as they do here at home on my, you know, on my little home monitors. But well, yeah. that's just AM. Yeah, yeah. They have a. Uh, <laughs> They have an FM station, too, but I swear to God, I think somehow they're replicating the AM sound on there. It's not any better, but uh, that's okay. All right. Yeah, I, I did the COVID basketball commercial a couple of weeks ago. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Can you say 97 words in 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will fit your five-minute spot into 30 seconds. Why not? Yeah, they love to do that. So. They love it. Get you so, some coaching. Uh, but we're not, we're not throwing. What uh, else can we we're not throwing a bunch of names out. But though. what else can we uh, do? You know, I, I can't afford coaching right now. I got a script I need to audition for. How should I approach it? I, I'll tell you what I have done in the past. Uh, I have leaned on somebody in one of the Facebook groups I was on and said, hey, could I run something by you? And I knew they were getting pretty decent amounts of work and good work. They were far, way further along than me. And so, yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask somebody to mentor you a little bit. Um, what if I'm not opposed? What if nobody's that. available? What if you got uh, you got an audition on your plate that you need to get in, and you you can't reach out to anybody? All you've got is you and the script and and whatever their kind of half-assed brief is to go off of that just says, "Oh, I want something conversational." How would you approach that? I probably that? do the worst thing that you can do. I'll record it three times in three different paces, tones, and I'll listen back to it several times and see, is any of this any good? Is it bad? Let me, you know, do I think it's good? And then that's when, if I don't feel comfortable with it, I'll go to somebody else. I had somebody come to me a couple months ago in our, it was in our group and said, hey, I've read this a couple times. I'm not understanding what they're saying, da 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 and, and I said, when you read that, just you need to think of a tragedy right before you start because it was it really needed to sound sad and and i said you don't want to dwell on that but think about that tragedy and who it affected and before you start reading say that person's name and start reading it and he got the job it freaked me out because i i didn't know i was just going off some of this semi-coaching that i you know i think the thing is a big part of coaching is putting yourself in that situation, 
right? So if I were in this guy's position and I had to do this, what would I do to get myself in the right headspace to give the right delivery? But I think even more important than that is looking at the script and understanding the point, right? Now, this isn't gonna, yes. this isn't going to be a thing with YouTube top 10 videos, but if you're doing a promo, if you're doing a, an audition for an ad or for some service or a PSA especially, what's the point, right? What are they trying to convey? What's the message, the one line in that script that is the gold nugget you're trying to dig out of the hill? What is that? Figure out what that is and figure out who their target is and deliver that message to that target with every other word in that script. Right, and you'll you'll notice in scripts, uh, uh, scripts a lot of times there are there's a rise and fall to the emotion. It may start out dark, or you know, it may be I don't know. I had some. Let me find this. Yeah, a lot of times there's. I actually made a, a note. A lot of back times here. there's like this two distinct voices, right? So it's like, yeah, like kind of announcery, yes. and then you go into the, into the guy or whatever. The, the one I worked on today starts out proud because it's talking about, look down your street and what do you see? For 50 years, we've been right here. We're proud of that. You know, so I want to I convey how proud we are of that. Then it hits this line. It says, but these days, times are hard. Now it's turning the corner and it's going into how many businesses have closed. Now it's gone from proud to sad. It's dismal, you know, so my, I'm going to feel that in my voice. And then it becomes, the next key sentence says, we know you've got a lot going on, but next time you need something, now it's picking back up to optimism. So I, I want to get optimistic. And if, if you kind of read through and try to look for that, like Will said, find and feel those areas where it changes and look for those words that key the change and make that change because I guarantee you, whoever's listening to you audition for that, they already know all this and they're waiting for it. Who's going to draw me in at these points? And I'll tell you, a little touch of hesitation sometimes is awesome. Where they're hanging, waiting to, what's what's that next word is he going to say? Because you get to the end and it says, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah in our communities. And then we're going to say, well, what are you going to say? Screw COVID? What are you going to say? Welcome back, right? <laughs> you know, and and that's they're waiting on that last two words. What? And and that's and it. that's especially if you're going for that conversational read, you know. You you don't want it to set. The worst thing would be for it to sound like you're reading it. If you're going for conversational, right. it has to sound conversational, right. and throwing little hesitations and you know sort of vocal ticks and stuff in there, that can make all right. the difference. Yes, it does. It does. Wow. Can you believe we have chewed up over 20 minutes on something we know absolutely everything or nothing about? I don't know which. Fake it till you make it, my man. Fake it till you make it. We're going to be the most highly sought coaches ever in like a week. Just because. <laughs> my, my schedule's full. <laughs> I, I can't do this. Well, you can at $300 an hour, months. you can. Well, at that point, yeah, goodbye day job. <laughs> yeah. Call me JMC. Um, but, hey, thanks, everybody. We, we have fun talking about this stuff. Whether we're, we're right, wrong, or indifferent, we're, we're hoping we're helping somebody. And you probably got the premise of an hour's coaching almost in here, a lot of good key points. Take this and work on it. 
you know, uh, yeah, it's opinions and this is stuff we're drawing, but if it'll help you, let it help you and then go find a coach. When you're ready, go find a coach because nothing will help you more than having a coach. It just really will. And treat your room, by yep. golly. And, it, and if treat you it. absolutely can't afford a coach, save up till you can. But in the meantime, buy Uta Hagen's book. U- U-T-A-H-A-G-E-N. Nine questions every actor should ask themselves. Yes, that book was brought up in my first coaching session with my coach last week. She brought that book up. That so, is, yeah, that's absolutely. the book because you're acting, you're not reading. You are becoming that's right. that's the right. character that's delivering the message. You need to be, right. you need to understand how to act. Go take some acting classes too. That's a good thing. And remember this, this is my last bit of advice. It's not a monologue, it's a dialogue. All right, so we're going to cut out of here. We'll be back with more, and we may even talk in our announcer voices because we've had to be so conversational. I'm done being conversational. I'm going to go do a YouTube read in a very announcery, yelly voice. <laughs> All right, Mr. Will, have a good uh, have a good hey, week, too. and we'll uh, we'll be hooking right back up on the Voice Over Ladder. Join us on Thursday nights at the uh, at the web meetups. It's called Ladder Chatter, and we'd like to have you there. So have a uh, have a fantastic one, and so long from my version of Tater Town. And will I bid you adieu? Adieu. Good night, all. The Voiceover Ladder is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode, because we may drop one at any moment. Do we know what we're doing? <laughs> Not really, but we are learning and making progress, one rung at a time as we all climb the VO ladder.